It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? And welcome to the Best Supporting After Show, where we continue to queen out on all things Best Supporting Actress. Occasionally we play a game. Sometimes we talk about awards. We always catch up on what we're watching. We catch up on some assignments that we're now giving each other. We also then wrap things up with the BSA of the week, and then we leave. But in the meantime, I'm still Colin. And I'm still Nick. And we, uh, well, you know, I, I always like to remind people that there's the magic of the magic of movies. We just recorded the Come From Away episode, so you may be 24 hours out of it, but we are 24 seconds out of it. So, yes. um, so how are you in all that time since we last chat chatted? <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing well. I I don't know if you remember last week, my lower back. Oh my goodness! Was, uh, was not doing well, and this week I am doing much better. And I went to the doctors yesterday, and I got a script for an MRI. So we're gonna do, you know, we're gonna get to the bottom of it. I think it's, uh, you know, it's unfortunately a process. You gotta start somewhere, and I think the MRI is the best way to sort of dig up uh, or see what's going on in there. So I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm excited to, to see what's what's happening but uh I, I do feel better which is great and mm. um one thing i thought of too that i just popped in my head last week my bsa of the week was that mario kart tour game yeah and it crashed like the whole game crashed and i couldn't play it anymore like the moment oh my god like, we stopped recording uh which is fine you know i mean <laughs> i guess it was taking up too much of my time anyway but there right. were you know there were some things that was like if it does crash you could try doing this or maybe go to this i was like i i don't care about it that much like mm. i was having a good time but you know it's uh I didn't need it that much. Sure, sure. Nice for a taste, but maybe not as a new as yeah. a new habit or hobby. Yeah. Um, well, you know, recent season lifetime. Um, you know, maybe it'll come back. You know, maybe yes. It'll, maybe it'll just. But come other back than to that, life. I am. Uh, I'm doing well. My mom's 60th birthday is coming up on the 25th of September. So. Oh we're my just goodness. Finalizing details for that, and Keon's birthday is in November. It's his fortieth, so it's a big deal, and uh, a lot of big milestones this year. Big year, I bet you. I'm assuming. I don't know. Maybe it's a surprise, and he might listen. Is it a surprise what you're doing for it's Keon not, for his 40th? Okay. No, I don't think I could handle that kind of pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> I, enough. It's just I. I don't know. It's like I feel like throwing a surprise party is just a lot, unless you like, unless they live in like another state or something. There's just too many. Th- I would worry about like the dumbest things. Mm, it's so much. I mean, especially living together. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Keon acts surprised. <laughs> he knows. He, he knows, knows what's going he, on. He knows he's going to be forty. Um, well, that's yes. great. That's exciting. Yeah. How about you? I don't know. I, you know, it's been, I, you know, I think last week it was like, all right, let's get this, let's get this life started. And then I just, you know, the car just kind of rolled into the ditch. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, this week we're going to start again. Uh, you know, get in the details out and get back to YouTube again. Like just, I, I just, I don't want to take on too much at once, but I just, I'm sitting here at this point, like, oh, I'm kind of bored. We've talked about this. I'm kind of bored just sure. like having a summer vacation. It's kind of over for me. And I'm like, well, I don't, I want to be. I want to be doing more. I want to be creative. So it's like, well, why don't I just be creative? Like it's nobody's stopping you. But it's that thing we've talked about this, especially with solo podcasts, where it is just like pulling teeth to sit down and do it. And then once you do it, you're like, why don't I do this more? This is so much fun. So I'm just trying to like get past that like kicking and screaming and just like relax and record an episode. So yeah. I think, I mean, this sounds so just like dumb to say, but not dumb, but like, it's like, it's just like, I think of the, um, the good vanilla every week and I, I just, it's like built into my schedule and I think because of the, you know, the free form summer that you've had, it's just like, what is, what is my new routine? Like, you know, that you're going to do this podcast and I'll write Mary every week, but all the other stuff is just kind of whenever you want to get to it and there's danger 
within that. I know there yep. is for me. Yeah, but totally. It's so easy to just be like, oh, it's just one week. It's fine, and then you know you blink and three months fly by. But I will say, if this is any motivation, I have watched every single one of your YouTube videos, and I love them. Really? Oh my yes. god! Oh, oh my god. god! I love them. So if anyone out there is just looking for you know, because it's just kind of like this. It's like free form talk about creativity and just where you are in your life and what's, you know, what are your bl- uh, blocks and how you're kind of getting through them. I love them. And so if anyone Ugh. is out like looking to, you know, get more of Colin or maybe motivate Colin to make more videos, I would love that. So Okay. Would, well, that's motivating. Would... Thank you. Yeah. Ugh, I do like it. It's a lot of fun and it's just a different medium. It's a different way of just, I don't know, just, I don't know doing this thing i don't know and i feel like one kind of serves the other you know like i think it's sometimes i think about that with podcasting where i think oh i want to cut out the ums and cut out the uhs and like yeah have more coherent thoughts sometimes i'm just like you know rambling rose over here you know and so i think the more (laughs) (laughs) the more you just kind of like practice it in different art forms the more it kind of refines itself you know yeah i i never worry about like when i do the good vanilla i just unless I like have a complete like catastrophe of some sort where I'm stumbling over something. I just, I just, I just put it up and I was listening to something for sound the other day. And I said, like about 17 times in a row. And I was like, okay, well it's already out. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, too late now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Uh, And, and, you know, I, I also, I feel like, and I'm sure you can see this with your own podcast that they'll, you look back at early episodes episodes you've done and it's just like mm-hmm. oh i have learned so much i have yeah. like just editing things like that like i feel like now i'm better at editing so that like like i i if i went back and listened to my first episode of in the details first of all it took me forever to edit and there are so many like rough cuts where like there's a breath getting cut off or it just kind of has that like clipped quality because you're not smoothly editing in a transition and i feel like yes yes excuse me i never knew how to do that and now i feel like i know how to do that and i can like i can get to like the micro level and figure out how to get the sound waves to line up and it's like oh yeah so i don't know i think it's like i want to have that same skill with making videos as well you know sure um well i look forward to that i well i i'm certainly motivated now that uh and not it's nothing on youtube but like i've done nothing with the channel in like over a year and they have it has a little over a thousand followers so i'm like all right yeah your yes your artist way video has a lot of like there's that one yeah i think i I knew you had your channel and i had listened to a couple videos and i i was doing the artist way and i don't know if you had told me you did it or if i just because it comes up actually pretty quickly if you type in the artist way wow i feel like it's in like the top like it was it was I was like, I know him. <laughs> it was like right guy. there. Because yeah. it has a lot of uh, views or likes or whatever it happens to be. But I was like, wow. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. And boy, that video. It. The world is uh, waiting. Yeah. I, I just, the, my biggest regret is like, God, why did I wear that fucking tank top? Like of all the videos <laughs> to go viral, I couldn't I put a, a little plaid shirt on over that. But and you know what? Go? That's that's the thing I thought about the least, actually. Okay, if the, I mean, not that you didn't look good in the tank well, top. I, I'm know, just I wasn't saying fishing, that like, you know. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah. The content was more important, in my opinion, than the Thank tank you. top. But Thank I'm sure you. other people loved the tank top, too. They so. better, because my higher self-esteem is riding on that tank top. <laughs> um, well, well, every you know, activate those peeled peepers. I promise this week yeah. I'm getting back to it. And I guess part of it, doing this stuff, is like I will find some answer or some information that will lead me towards what am I doing next. Because there's just that feeling like I don't need to. The momentum, right. Like I don't, it's like, oh God, I have to find a job. It's not that. It's just like, I just want some sense of direction now. And I think I know what it is, but I'm not. It's kind of like when you plan a road trip versus getting in the car and doing the road trip. And I need to stop thinking that just because I keep looking on Google Maps where I want to go, that doesn't mean I've gone anywhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. I know that feeling, yes. Yeah, so trying to get in the car, you know? Um, but anyway, um, well, that all being said, uh, what have you been watching this week? What have you got on your little agenda for, uh, this after show? Um, I have a couple things I want to say just because we love her and we're always rooting for her that 
Maya Rudolph won two Emmys on Sunday. Yes, I, she is I now saw a three-time that. three-time Emmy Award winner, which is great. Um, so she won on Sunday at the, what do they call it, the Creative Emmys? What Creative is it? Arts no. Awards, uh, yeah. Something, I'm, I'm, I, maybe something like that. Um, uh, she won for Best Guest Actress in a Comedy for SNL, and then she won Best Character Voiceover Performance for playing Connie the Hormone Monstrous in Big Mouth. Which is yeah. so fun, yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm just always sort of happy to, to see her, you know, winning shit because she should, and I love her. Yeah, I was reading about that yesterday, and yeah, and she was taught, and they had like the blurb from her, and she was like, "It's just, it's just, this is so crazy to like be recognized for doing like this. Is, I'm just doing what I know how to do, and yes, like it's just what I like and what I know how to do, and it's awesome that it's getting this kind of recognition. But this wasn't." I didn't have like a, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to be this. I just was doing what I do. And other people have said that, but it just really resonated. Um, and, and it made me think about like, I don't think there's anyone who doesn't like Maya Rudolph. Like, I think she has a pretty great public um, persona. Yeah. I think she's generally well, generally like well liked by everybody. I've never seen someone say like, oh God, Maya Rudolph overrated. I've never, or anything like that. And I think yep. that's, um, I don't know. I think that's worth something. Yeah, give her an Emmy Award or two. I, yeah. I, I just really enjoyed that. And the other thing that I, uh, Keon and I watched last night that I don't know if you've uh, took the plunge yet, but we watched the first episode of Impeachment. I'm watching it on Thursday. Oh, okay, okay. I am very excited. Johnny and I talked about it a bit as well, so I have some sense of things, but he did say that Sarah Paulson is just a total transformation. Ah. <sighs> She's so good. It's so good. I can't wait for you to see it. Margot Martindale. Just like, oh, God, just wait. Just wait. I can't wait. Um, I can't wait. Uh, The women are great. They're so amazing. There's probably going to be a BSAs of impeachment at some point, I would assume. it's going to be happening. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, But we're excited to keep watching, and uh, that's bringing us a lot of joy. And um, beyond that, I don't know. I know that there's a new season of... I don't know how it works in the U.S., but um, the Great British Bake Off has a new season coming out. Now, do we have to wait for that? How does that work? I think maybe that you it, don't know. I don't know. I think I think because I think I watched a season of it that was kind of, and I think it just it gets it's kind of like with Drag Race where it shows up on Netflix. So like how Drag Race is just like the episode shows up on Paramount Plus. I think it just mm. shows up on Netflix. You know after it airs like the the morning after it airs in the uk or something like that okay um i think i think i'm pretty sure i remember that from the one season i watched a couple years ago um so i mean it's a great show like it's i feel like you know the great british bake-off it's almost like oh i do i want to get my heart so invested in so many sweet little people you know Yes. Only to see them lose one by one because I just feel like I you get know. so attached to them, you know. Oh, and I love how they cry. I just like. Oh yeah. I just oh. really love that show a lot, and I I watched um the most recent season that I I really loved. So I and I never really got into any other season. I know that I could obviously, but I feel like that would take up all my time because I would never I wouldn't watch or want to watch anything else and. As we said in the, you know, the Come From Away episode, there's there's a lot of stuff to watch these days. A lot so of stuff you to gotta, watch. You gotta, yeah. Got to be picky and choosy. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but what about you? What are, um, Over to you, Colin. What have you been watching? Well, a lot of stuff has been, you know, really just, you know, a lot of these old, like, film noir and, like, disaster yes. movies. Like, I'm just, I, I, it'll just be like, what do I want to watch today? Let's watch this weird movie. Like, like there's, um... You know, we we did Airport 77, and that's, of course, the yeah. third in the Airport series. And the fourth one is Concord Airport 79. And so I watched that recently um, in the past week, and it is really terrible, like profoundly terrible. Worth watching for how bad it is, but um, given how great Airport 77 was, I was like, wow, this is, wow, 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 wow. So, uh, so that was fun. I also, um, we did this as a, as a Matreon, but you know, that ends up being things I'm watching, but we just did Gravity, which we just posted today. Uh, have you seen Gravity? I have not seen Gravity. Oh, it is intense. It is. I think it's honestly 
I don't want to say one of my favorite movies because that's a big thing to say, but like sure. a movie kind of like the white like the white lotus i will defend to the death i will yes. not i will not hear anyone besmirching its good name i feel the same way about gravity i it is such an accomplishment it is such a cool movie it is so intense sandra bullock is phenomenal in it oh you and Keon should watch Gravity. Oh my God! Nice. I wonder if he has. I feel like he's watched it on a plane without me oh, before. You know you, what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, but I've now also, seen it like three times. It's totally rewatchable. Yeah. Great. We love Sandy. I love her. It's great, Sandy and George what Clooney. Was, I know. There's that great joke. I remember that year, the Golden Globes. That. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, like George Clooney would rather float away into space and die than um, be with a, wo- a woman his own age, which right, is right. solid. So good. Uh, so good. Um, and that year, I think that was the year that Julianne Moore won for won her Oscar, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. You don't have to look it up. I'm just. Oh, no, like, I did spec- look it up. It oh, wasn't it so it I I did hear you know what I looked this Go up because it, it was on. a it was not that year but it is it, it is worth mentioning. Um, it's a good me, year though I feel it was like. a really good year. So I'm pulling up the IMDb now and I just need to see. There we go, Oscars. Um, oh, was that the wild year for Reese Witherspoon? It did wasn't I make that up. My wires are getting crossed. Yeah. So it was 2014. This was the year of uh, Twelve Years a Slave won Best Picture. Okay. And uh, Matthew McConaughey won Best Actor for Dallas oh, Buyers wow. Club. Lupita and Nyong'o. Lupita Nyong'o won. And Jared Leto won. And then, so here is the leading actress category. Ooh, I'm excited. So Sandra Bullock was up against Meryl Streep in August Osage County. Mm. Amy Adams in American Hustle. Judy Dench in Philomena. Oh, oh yeah. Pilomina. Every time I see that name, I always have to say, oh, Pilomina. And it's just, it's this like rattle I can't put down. Um, <laughs> and then the winner that year was Kate Blanchett in Blue Jasmine. So oh, what wow. a like, like for Sandy to be up against those four ladies. Like, yeah. But I mean, and, and obviously Kate Blanchett is amazing in Blue Jasmine. But mm-hmm. reading about like everything Sandra Bullock did in, in her involvement with gravity and in this character and like the, the choreography of doing this role, like it's, it, it, it I, she was given the Oscar for the wrong movie. Like this is yep. the movie she should have Absolutely. gotten the Oscar yep. for. Absolutely. I believe that too. It's like, it's yeah. like a Reese Witherspoon should have won for wild and not yeah. walk the line. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. So, so that's, uh, it's, it's just such a good movie. And you know what I love about it the most? It is 90 minutes. And it's Ooh. and like shit starts within the first five minutes, so you don't I waste love that. any time. And it like it all starts with this really intense sequence, and it's a twelve minutes continuous shot. Like it's Whoa. so it's these crazy long takes. Oh my god, it's really and the score is it won an Oscar for for best score, and it's oh my god just a stunning score so i really really recommend it i'm almost hacks protocol on gravity yeah i would i would be down you're yeah. you're you're selling it um i'm yeah. excited for that it's a, okay it's such okay. a thrill ride and make sure because you guys have like a projector oh yeah something. we could do it on the projector do it yes. on the projector yeah we might have to wait till it cools down we've been hiding away in our ac bedroom oh uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but well you never know yeah, the nights are know. getting cooler a little yeah. bit yeah you never know um, so that's one thing I watched. Uh, did you have other things in your list? Otherwise, I have one more thing I watched. No. Um, yes, I guess. I, I said no, but I meant yes. No meaning yes. That's no a meaning yes. clue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there any other people in the yeah. house? No. Two plus one plus one plus two. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I've just been catching up on my Total Request pod with Amanda and Jody. I listened to their Goldbergs episode and their mm. long shot episode. I'm just really settling in and I'm just loving it. And I'm, I'm fascinated by, I mean, I am loving Amanda being at home and all the Daphne stories, who is her mother, Mm -hmm. uh, and just, you know, living with your parents again and, like, figuring that out. And I know she's going to get her own apartment soon, but I just want her to stay there forever. I know. I mean, the the stories stories are so good. There was one that she was telling, and this is on We Love to Hate TV. So for anyone, that's a Patreon um, 
account. I mean, honestly, if you are listening to this and you're not listening to We Love to Hate TV, We Love to Hate Everything, which is free, or Total Request Pod, I mean, oh, you were just missing out. But yeah. uh, Amanda was telling the story about Ron, uh, her stepdad, and and he just, like, it was... He, he, I was laughing so hard. I couldn't stop laughing. It was, it, she was talking about how, like, he will just kind of, it's like, it's, he's just like vocalizing. Like, he'll just be like puttering around the house going, um, oh, what was it? He's, oh, at one point, Daphne had asked him to do something. Like, she called down from the upstairs and he said, oh, okay. And then he was just putting around going, Amanda's voice. Oh, the voice of like the voice of Ron is really the voice of Ron is so well. You know, it is. It was like one of the funniest stories on that podcast. So honestly, like you know, they are part of the best supporting podcast. You know, they are best supporting podcasters. You yes, know, as far as we're concerned. Absolutely. So, um, but you know, it's funny you bring that up. We were talking about this before we started recording on their episode of the Goldbergs, Jody and Amanda were talking about like going to restaurants as a kid and kind of like they'd very like, weird, different experiences. Like Jody, I think like you could never order a drink. You can only get water. Or appetizer. Yeah. No or appetizers. Mm-hmm. Don't make it complicated. And, and so we were like about to get into like, oh, what was your childhood restaurant experience? And I was like, oh, let's let's SIFTP, you know, let's save it for the pod. Save it for the pod. Yeah, I, I was fascinated by it because n- not only were they, uh, you know, was it such a strict regimen, but they both had the same experience. They both had um, parents who were, you know, like we just said, like, don't even think about getting an appetizer like I understand. I think they talked about it in the actual episode too, like in the like the Goldberg's episode of like you wouldn't be able to order like a porterhouse steak because it's too expensive and you won't finish it. Like I do get that for sure, mm-hmm. but we were allowed to order whatever drink we wanted. I remember like my mom would sort of cut me off after one chocolate milk at breakfast. You know what I mean? But that sure. was like the extent of it because you know I could I could chug like <laughs> oh my gosh. There was a restaurant named King's in in Pennsylvania. And I think King's still exists. But, you know, it's just like a diner sort of restaurant. And they had the best chocolate milk. I could drink it in like three seconds. And I could just like keep going. Um, But, yeah, I mean, to answer your question of like, what was it anything like that? Or what was my experience? I'd say that um, I didn't really have any sort of restrictions, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I never really wanted to venture off the beaten path anyway. Like, I knew what I liked. I never, like, it took me a long time to order for myself. Like, I just really? couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. I was, I was, I mean, it explains a lot of my adult anxiety, too. But um, I couldn't even ask like if we were at mcdonald's or burger king i could not even go up and ask for more ketchup i was mortified and i know a lot of parents like no you are going up and you you know you need to order for yourself and you need to do this i could not i was like paralyzed i would cry and i was like pretty young it wasn't like i was 13 or 14 right couldn't do it but like you know ordering pizza if my brother and i were by ourselves and he's like, can you, even still to this day when Keon and I are ordering Thai food, I'm like, can you just call? It's oh, it's just yeah. like one of those things, I guess. I don't know. And it always goes well. But um, yeah, I was, a, I was a, a sensitive boy, to say the least. Yeah. Wow. So you... Uh, so your mom would just be like, oh, and, and he's going to have the cheeseburger. And Yeah, I feel... I, I'm, I, I mean, it sounds embarrassing now, too. I wish I could give you like an official cutoff age... That, like, I, I started ordering for myself. I don't know. I feel like she just, like, ordered for everyone. She was just like, he's going right. to, like, for both my brother and I, and I just wasn't paying attention or, you know, coloring right. on my placemat, you know? Yeah, um, it wasn't so obvious, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But I, I still remember being, the ketchup was a big thing. That was what stuck with me. Oh, God. I mean... Do you now have just like tons of ketchup in the house? So you never have to ask anyone. <laughs> I mean, for I it. do love have. Yeah, I always check the ketchup when we go over Jamie's house because she has burned us before. I always text her. I'm like, "Do you have ketchup?" And she's like, "Yeah," but you know, I don't want the packets. I need. Right. I need to. I need to make sure. I need to secure the ketchup. 
yeah, before I, we get there. I'll bring my own if I have to. Sure, you're not too proud. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think we were similar. We, we, you know, we went to restaurants a lot as a kid, and, and but I think that was what it was. Was also like I knew what I liked. When we went to Chili's, I was always going to get the chicken crispers, so it was never yes. a question. But we always got like we always got appetizers. Like that was yeah. always a norm. And I was allowed to, I had soda as a kid. I was a soda kid, you know, that, never an issue. And, and I, you know, and I think my parents, I think it was just kind of like, this isn't a hill we're dying on. Like, this isn't something that we need to, like, I don't know. They just didn't choose to make food a thing. And so yeah. like, we could have snacks in the house. You know, when it was Halloween, there were no like restrictions of like, okay, well, I'm going to dole out your Halloween candy for you. We could just have a pillowcase of Snickers in our bedroom, you know, like it was just something that didn't get controlled. But then what was weird is, and maybe I'm sure there's some connection, uh, but then when I was like 12, then I like developed all these body image issues and then I was looking at labels all the time and I created all these restrictions and all these dietary restrictions about like what I could eat and what I couldn't and feeling guilty and thinking I was fat and all of that. And of course, I've wow. still carried that on into today and some to some extent, but it yeah, it's interesting that, you know, now that I think of it, I'm like, huh, I didn't really have any like, food rules as a kid and then I developed food rules for myself and what's weird now is now my mom is like hyper keto and she's got all these like everything's like regulated to keto and it's just like boy we, we went from zero to 60 real fast you know what I mean um yeah so uh so who knows but in any event I that could be just be me armchair analyzing myself but yeah sure uh but I am very grateful that when we would go to a restaurant, like you bet we're going to get an awesome blossom, extra awesome, you know, like, oh, I, yeah, I loved it. So I think um, my mom would use a coupon every once in a while. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But it was it was a rarity. We we had um, it was called the entertainment book. Do you know oh, God, is? of course. Of yeah. course. Yeah. So many possibilities. <laughs> so I, I'm not convinced you don't lose money on the deal no matter what. But that's true. You know, yeah. yeah. Sure. 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 Uh, but who knows? Uh, so anyway, that was just something we we needed to cover that was not best supporting actress related at all. Yes. Um, the best supporting only, appetizer. Best supporting <laughs> appetizer. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I wanted to mention is just there is a new movie out that a lot of people are queening out about called Malignant. I don't know if that's come across your path oh, at all. Oh, no. It's this wackadoo new horror movie, and it's incredibly over the top. It is not scary at all. Like, okay. it has, like, lots of, you know, you know, chase scenes and people getting killed, and there's a killer, and it's, it's pretty nuts. But it is so overproduced that it just, it's it doesn't, it's kind of like how, you know, my, my issue with come from away was that it was too you were telling me how you felt but i wasn't being shown i yes. felt like malignant was like there were so many there was so much set dressing and so much indication of this is scary you know with the fog and the lights and the music and the camera angles that it just became like okay like you were trying way too hard and so it's not scary at all um, it's wild. It is definitely bonkers. Like, I couldn't believe where this movie was going. And, like, the, the twist, like, the revelation that happens, like, an hour in is really crazy. And so <laughs> I don't necessarily recommend it. I don't think you would actually get anything out of it, to be sure. wildly honest. I, I think that it is worth seeing for horror movie fans who want to, like, have an experience. But... I couldn't believe how full it was and yet how empty it was. Like, I felt nothing the entire time, and yet there was constantly something going on. You know what I mean? Sure, it's like the equivalent of, like, a bag of rice cakes. Like, I know I'm eating something, yes. but I'm not full or satisfied. <laughs> yes, but I'm just not tasting anything. And you say it's sour cream and onion, and I'm just getting cream. Yeah. Yes. Um I do so, have the poster. I just looked at it. It's a great poster. It looks like something yeah. from like the 70s or something like that. Yeah, the poster is great. The music is great. There's definitely a lot of like genre throwbacks and like references and it's it it's pretty wild, but Okay. I just oh my god. So it, only if you want an experience where it's just like what the fuck just happened for 2 hours. <laughs> um that's malignant. Okay. And um, I think other than I think that brings us to our 
Best Supporting Assignments. Yeah, I'm ready. Me too. So last week, and as anyone who does not know, as we are now, it, it's kind of self-explanatory. We assign each other something to watch or listen to or whatever, and then we come back and we check in on it, and then we assign something new. Uh, we've all been in sixth grade. We know how this works. So uh, uh, you had assigned me to listen to uh, either and or the bald and the beautiful and sibling rivalry episodes with Kim Chi. Yes. And I had assigned you to watch 1951's cause for alarm. So would you prefer to go first? Or would you like me to go first? Um, I'll go first. I want to talk about cause for alarm. I really liked this movie (gasps) and I really think there's something something to this like film noir sort of uh, you know fascination that you have mm-hmm. as well that you're kind of got it's just it's like a perfect little package it's just and i i think really the biggest draw or the biggest plus is the time or like the runtime of the movie mm-hmm. it was crazy mm-hmm. how short it was and how quickly almost like what you were saying about gravity is how you it's not that like things get crazy five minutes in, but like you know, you know you're heading s- towards something fairly quickly, mm-hmm. um, even with her narration and just kind of uh, you know you're curious about what is going to happen. And in ways, it's interesting because I knew how it was going to end, but I didn't mm-hmm. know how it was going to end. Like I knew that that was the con- like when you talked about it before on this podcast. Um, you know, no spoilers. I, I won't say anything just in case other people want to, even though I guess we already spoiled it previously. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, they probably forgot. But yeah, yeah I, I think, um, and I, I forget everyone's names as far as like the actresses or mm-hmm. the actress and, uh, you know, the guy that was, you know, played the husband and everything like that too. But what a like whirlwind of a movie and like how it just kept getting... I think I was just like so I wasn't stressed though it's a it's a very interesting feeling it's just like oh you're like you're rooting for her and you want but like things just keep getting more and more complicated and it's all because Mm -hmm. like her husband's dead at home and she hasn't told anyone and like if she just would have told someone but also you know there's the thing that happened was the like the, the husband wrote that letter and mailed it and oh my god, the mailman! I hated oh, that I mailman. Oh, so frustrating! I know. And what I, a doof! Uh, I know, I know. If I was her, I would, like that first scene that, like, when she goes to get it from him, I would have just taken it and said, "Write me up. What do you want? Send me to jail." Yes, and yes, I would have run away I with just it. Just grabbed it as soon as it yeah. fell on the ground and ran across yeah. the street. What's he gonna do? Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, just all these obstacles, and even when she finally gets to the post office, and then he's like, "Well, let's just call your husband, and he, we can give it. You can give authorization over the phone." And she, she's like, "Oh, they don't oh. know that he's dead." It's just like there's so many things that are stacking up and stacking up, and then the aunt comes over to visit, which was great. Oh, I the love aunt. the aunt and the neighbor too, like just the, mm-hmm. them interacting, and like she, like the aunt, like takes her shoes off and like sits on the couch, and like, ugh, she's so annoying in a way. Yeah, um, but you and know, it's like, oh God, would just leave me alone. Like, I love when Ellen goes into the kitchen and just like silently cries into her hand. She's like, I just, I, yes. I can't do this. Yeah, Ugh. it's um, so tense, but not yeah. stressful. Like, I mean, it's it's a perfect watch. And if like other film noir movies are like this, I would be very interested for you to just, you know, toss a couple more my way because this was a lovely sort of like Saturday afternoon watch for me. I really, really liked it. Oh, I'm so glad. I, I And that's, yes, I agree. It is just this great 70-something minutes, you know, uh, yeah. little story. And I love, without revealing the ending, I love the catharsis of the ending. I just yes. love, like, that that scene, you know, then, you know, the doorbell rings. And, and I, I love that, you know, she, like, turns to run away and the doctor's like, you got to just face this. And... And it's just, oh my God, it is so, because I, I didn't know when I first time I saw it, I didn't know how it was going to end. Yep. And then I was like, oh my God, it just, I loved it. I just love that movie. I love, Loretta Young is so good in it. And I, I was going to tell you this before you saw it, but then I thought, ah, I see it first. They originally wanted Judy Garland for that role. And I oh, love the idea of Judy wow. Garland in that role. Like, 
would have taken that. I mean, Loretta Young is really, really great in that, but yes, I think Judy yes. Garland would have just, the anguish that she goes through would have just been next level. Oh, yeah. Just like holding a handkerchief and like crying into it. I, yeah. I would love that. And yeah, you're right. The catharsis at the end, she's like hysterical almost. She's like laughing yeah. and so relieved and just like, ugh, you just, you feel that relief with her. It is, it's great. And it happens in like the last two minutes of the movie. It's like, yeah. how the hell is this going to happen? Because I knew it was going to happen, but I just right. didn't know when it was going to happen, I guess, that it was all for nothing uh, <laughs> really the way uh, that she what a, way that, yeah yeah the way that she sobs i tried so hard like it's yes. just like oh i just feel that um oh it's i'm so glad you loved it and i i could give you so many other recommendations people would consider this like film noir light because it's you know it it takes place during the day in the suburbs it's you mm. know it's more of this kind of like it's a mix of film noir and like a women's picture as they would call it sure. which is a great introduction because i that's kind of what i love the most is like the women's stories of film noir but yes. there's yes you know the one that i just saw recently um cry terror that i'm just obsessed with i might i might eventually have you watch that um uh-huh. There's some really, really good ones. There's some really, really great ones. And it's just, it, yeah, a lot of times, I mean, the interesting thing is a lot of, some of these movies, without going to the whole story, it's like, um, there'd basically, there'd be double features. And so there'd be, I think they called it like a programmer, where like the second movie in the double feature would uh. usually be like an hour or an hour and seven minutes or something like that. And it would just be something to fill out the double feature. And so these like super cheap, you know, B movies and mysteries and film noirs would often be these, you know, these second, you know, program, you know, double features. But because of that, it was like, okay, we got to tell the story in 60 minutes. And so I'm kind of fascinated by them because it's like, oh, yeah, let's let's see if you can do a movie in 60 minutes. And um, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's a, it's a fascinating little genre. Um, lots yeah, of really you interesting. Trim the fat. You trim the fat. Lots of really yeah. interesting actresses that, like, I don't know. It's a... Um, I'll I'll make a list. I'll make a list of, of some of my favorites that I've found. But yes, yes, uh, yes, yeah. Cause for Alarm is probably my number one favorite. It's great. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so so glad. I'm so relieved. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm so I relieved. Said I hated it. I, I hated, hated it as it. much as Come From Away. Exactly. Oh God. Cause for Alarm. The only cause for Alarm was seeing that the movie wasn't over. Um, <laughs> So, uh, well, that's great. Well, I, so your assignment to me was to listen to the, the you know, Bald and the Beautiful and or Sibling rival, Rivalry episodes with Kim Chi. Yes. And I'm glad you did because I feel like I, I did not recognize how great she is in these, in, in interviews and just casual chit chats. And that like, yes. Kim Chi is so refreshingly unpretentious and like mm-hmm. real and funny and i loved in the bald and the beautiful like trixie like they were talking about something and then it was like the first break you know with kim on and trixie's like all right let's take a break and then kim goes wow great transition trixie and then it just cuts oh, yeah. to commercial and yes. it was just so like i love how you know i think like katya like the the one of the charms of her is it feels very genuine and very very mm-hmm. real her energy and then there's Kim where it's like, oh, this is another level of real. Like, I can't believe you are this, like, drag makeup superstar. You just seem like a normal human being, you know? Um, yes. And so funny. Just so charming. I just, uh, I love that, like, kind of like Maya, Maya Rudolph. I don't think anyone has anything negative to say about Kim Chi, you know? Yeah. I think that the um, you were saying about just how... I think that she is one of the most, like, she'd be, like, the most savage person to, like, read you in, like, yeah. the dressing room, but, like, in a really, like, you you know that, like, it's not, it's not, like, personal, Marco agrees. Um, agrees yeah, she yeah. just has a really, like, she can just get away with it, which I love. Like, I feel like she could just, like, really keep it real and, like, say something and... I, I want to go... Did you listen to both or did you just listen to Bald and the Beautiful? I listened to both. Okay, great. Yeah, because I, I feel like Monet said that like she's great to tour with and like, yeah. I feel like she would be great to tour with as far as even just finding the like the best restaurants and just like... I would just want to chill with kimchi. And... Yeah. I feel like she'd be down to just like watch movies and eat in the hotel room. Like, oh, we don't need to go out. We can just hang out and like, you know 
eat dumplings or whatever. Yeah, or I know. Yeah. She loves Chipotle. There was like this one video, I think it's on Trixie's YouTube channel of Trixie and her doing like makeup together. And she, Trixie was like, I got like a crazy gift card from Chipotle, like a, like an amount that I never thought I would ever need or use. And Kim was like so mad <laughs> about oh, it right, because she right. loves Chipotle. She's like, and she's like, how much was it? And then she, uh, Trixie, like they like bleeped it out and Kim like looked at the camera. It, it's just, I love the two of them together. Like it, yeah. it really is fun. Like Trixie and Kim and Bob and Kim, like I, it's both different flavors, but also like, you know, Kim's the common denominator that I just, I can't get enough of her. I agree. I I loved. I I'm glad I listened to both because on sibling rivalry, they I think they talked about the um, celebrity drag race roast that the the cut joke. Oh that Kim my made. god! Yes. Oh my god! And and I love that she revealed like I cleared this with Michelle first. I would have never made this joke if she wasn't into it. Yes. And I I I love that because I think that at the end of the day, like I think that 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 little nuance is like oh Kim Kim's like just. just She's a good kid. Like she'll she'll she check is. with Michelle first. But for anyone who wants to know that, apparently, the day before that roast was filmed, Michelle Visage's dog had passed away, and so um, the joke was apparently, um, Michelle, uh, I'm I'm so sorry to hear that your dog passed away yesterday. But thanks for the pot roast. Um, yes. And I probably butchered that, but I feel like nope, that, that was was, it, yeah. was that it. Yeah. Uh, but. I love that. And I, I feel like that's the, like that makes me think of like lady bunny or like Bianca where it's like, you make yes. a joke that is so awful and yet so funny that like, it's almost healing in a way, you know? Yeah. Because it is ripping on herself at the same time, even though yeah. it's a terrible, like it's like, she's also taking a, a bit of that brunt as well too. But right. I, I just love her so much. I'm glad. And, and I, I was like, oh, man, I'm, I hate to give you more drag race related content. But I knew you'd oh. probably enjoy it. Like, they're great. Like, it's a great listen on both accounts, too. So I just I just really love kimchi a lot. So, yay. Yeah. So thank you for that. Thank you. You're I am. Um, well, and I think that's time then to make some new assignments. Um, yeah. So I, I I kind of have, it's like a choose your own adventure, but I get okay. to choose. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, have you, have you watched any more episodes of Work in Progress? No, not yet. I was thinking about that today. Okay. Well, I'm going to drag you into the show by hook or by crook because I love it so much. And season two is even better. And I, so I am, because you haven't, I am going to assign you two more episodes of work in progress Ooh, the next okay. two episodes uh in the season in, in season i love one. that yeah Perfect. um and at that point you'll be hooked and then we can move on to your other assignment you didn't get this week okay perfect i am excited for that me too i and if i have to it's like Alyssa edwards lip syncing every week until she gets the crown if i have to assign work in progress every week until i catch you up to season <laughs> yeah, two I i'm know. gonna do it exactly <laughs> No, I think uh, this is good. I think it'll create some momentum for me yeah. and uh, some more. And then you're going to binge the hell out of it. I swear. Yeah, like, it's, I can't yeah. wait. Uh, uh, yay. Okay, so my assignment for you, I hope you haven't seen it because I don't have a backup. So I don't know what I'll do if you have. Mm. Um, it's a YouTube infomercial. And I know you're an infomercial queen. I am. But it is. Have you seen The Sponge Lady? I've seen parts of it, but I know there's a longer version. Yes, there is a longer version, which is worth every penny. (laughs) Yes, I I have not seen it too much. I haven't seen too much of it that we couldn't have that be my assignment. I'm not fresh enough on it, you know? Yes, there is a, um, I believe it's 26 minutes. So, I mean, you could probably break it up too, but like to for people who don't know, it's it's the Rainbow Sponge. So, I don't know what year it came out. Well, one of them has 3.7 million views. Um Ooh. but it's a lady who's selling her own product and uh, I don't know how it works, but um oh no, I I know how it works. It's a sponge and you put dye on it. <laughs> for <laughs> okay. some reason my mind went to like one of those uh, pieces of like black paper where you write on it and it's like a rainbow color, like underneath, uh, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah. that. Um, yeah. So it's 26 minutes, um, I believe, or at least that's what um, YouTube is telling me. There's also little clips too, but I just feel 
that you'll love it. And this lady is so excited about everything she's te- like she's she's a good saleswoman, I will say. She she really sells it and she's a character. Uh yes, from what I know of her, she is uh it it is truly an example of like do what you love, you know, and follow <laughs> yes. your passions and and you will um reach an almost psychotic level of joy. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'm watching it now too, but I I watched it or I stumbled upon it. I was watching as one does. I just had to revisit the curtain lady over the yes. weekend. And yes. I was Spiritual just like, let's, let's check in. Let's check in. And that was the suggested video. And I was like, I'm listening. Yes. Um, and and yeah. I thought of you. And I think that it's it's worth the watch. It's worth the watch. All right. Well, I am. Um, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Uh yeah. Well, great. Well, now that we have our assignments, all that's left to do is cover our BSA of the week in which we clean out on a food or a song or a thing or anything. Um, so uh, what have you got? Do you have any honorable mentions? What do you have? I'm just going to blow through mine, actually, real quick. I yeah. um, My runner-up was an unexpected um, Aldi purchase. Uh, I did not purchase it. Someone brought it to the house for a little bit. of. We had a tent night in the backyard over the weekend, and our friend Jess brought a it's called let me look at it again here it's roasted sweet corn popcorn from aldi and it kind of reminds me of that like mexican street corn sort of flavor it is so good and it might not be at every aldi but if you see it roasted sweet corn popcorn buy it it is so good and i'm not really a big popcorn guy which i know is weird everyone loves popcorn i get it um, I just don't really run towards popcorn. I could, I could take it or leave it, and this mm. really um, was a game changer. So that's that's my runner up, and then my actual BSA of the week is a homemade. I guess like you would call it like a whoopie pie. Do you know a whoopie pie? It's uh-huh, just like yeah. Uh-huh. But Jamie, um, I watched or I didn't watch, but I, f- I fed her cats over the weekend while she was away, and as a thank you, she made me homemade pistachio whoopie pies with cream cheese buttercream in the middle and they were she's made them before she knows i love them i can't explain how good they are they are just like i just like the buttercream is what makes it and i put them in the refrigerator because i love cold i love Mm -hmm. cold cake Mm-hmm. Same, same. And they're really kind of dense and chewy almost. And it's a, like they're green. She puts like some green food coloring in them and like crushes up pistachios. It is, I want like one big one for my birthday cake next year. <laughs> it's like they're yeah. so good. Um. So yeah, that was bringing me a lot of joy. She gave us six of them when um she left them on the counter when I went to feed um, her cats and Keon and I both ate one on the spot and then I ate all the rest before Keon could get oh to them. Oh my God. I, I mean, it's a problem in our house. I, he will not think of them. He's like, oh yeah, we have those whoopie pies. But I am, if there's a sweet in the refrigerator, that's all I'm thinking of. Right, right. Like, like I know exactly what's in the fridge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You've got your eye on the prize. So yes. it's, it's his loss if he's going to take his eye off of it, you know? <sighs> yeah, it's, it's a problem. Yeah. Uh, so those, yeah, those are my both food-related BSAs and runner-up of the week. Wonderful. Well, I realized as we got to this point that I hadn't really a, a determined my BSA of the week, but then I realized, you know, this came up, maybe it was on the Come From Away episode, and so maybe this ties it all together. But, you know, uh, the other day I, I played... Um, uh, a, a video on YouTube, and it was just ten minutes and twenty-four minutes, 20, 10 minutes and twenty-four seconds, excuse me, of absolute bliss, and it was uh, a compilation called "Vines That Cared for Me When No One Else Did." Oh yes, Vine compilations. I mean, you know, they're not all gold, but like when you get a good one, and they yes. get all the classics in there. And it's just like, oh, God, this is all the ones I love. These are all the ones I wanted to see. And I I just, I was never, like, big into Vine when it was happening. I didn't ever made Vines. Like, I wasn't up on all of it. But I have to say, for as much as we are a TikTok culture, and I'll always be a YouTube gal at heart, Vine... It, I want us to all look back on Vine as just a lost art form. 
Ugh. Mm-hmm. I have so many feelings about Vine. I have so many unnecessary feelings about Vine. I just, oh, they're so great. And the the thumbnail on this one and what made me click on it was it was the kid in the computer class in the yellow shirt and the glasses who turns around and says, you know, you know <gasps> what? I'm going to say it. I don't care that you broke your elbow. Yes. I just... I and I was like, I have that's to how see you that. know. That that's how you it's know. It's gonna be quality because yeah, I can never find that one when I want it, and then it pops up, and it is ugh, his little like button nose. Yes, I'm gonna send you this compilation so you have Please. it because, because the this one has almost all of my favorites except for the little girl throwing the doll and yelling, "Give me you fucking money, Your money, bitch. <laughs> bitch!" I mean, that is probably my favorite Vine. But um, I love the lady who, you know, she's holding the milk or whatever, the water, and they beep at her, and she throws <laughs> it in the bush. That she throws it, always yeah. brings yeah. me. I mean, we need to do the BSAs of Vine. The I BSAs feel like we could Vine. do, like, a top 10 or something. I feel yes. we uh, would. And, you know, maybe we send each other. I don't know, because, like, my fear is, like, you would have something that's really high up on your list that I haven't seen. And then I would be sad that I hadn't seen it, but maybe that's part of the beauty of it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. It's, it's, it's also the discovery of it. I mean, yes, yes. I think I would probably include on my list, the, the lady who's singing and slamming on the, on the bus. <gasps> oh, <door>. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I could not figure out what that was. I thought it was like, the uh you know a patio of a very expensive restaurant that had doors at first i did not know it was a bus right, which is right. crazy now thinking of it but i was like what is happening here oh okay it's, well yeah that's happening sometimes that's happening yeah yes. vines yeah best supporting vines and i just i don't know there's i i i'm just so wowed of what of i i tiktok amazing but what people did with six seconds and that's it <laughs> You didn't have any, you didn't have, you didn't have the voice, the little, the little, uh, computer female voice. This is what happens when I leave my dog home alone. Yeah. You don't have, you don't have monkey spinning monkeys. You know that song that every TikTok has where it goes, dun, 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 You know that song? You know what I'm talking about? Maybe, I don't know why I'm Do you mean that rendition didn't read for you? Wait, hold on. Dun, 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 dun. I'm gonna play it for you. Hold on. Uh, I think I, to... it's it like it's coming to me. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. You gotta get to like the part that everybody uses. Oh yeah. Because there's like this one section. Anyway. Anyway. There monkey spinning is. monkeys. Um, they didn't have monkey spinning monkeys on Vine. Anyway, yeah. that's the point I wanted to make. Um. But uh, what I always think with that song is that it's like there's no copyright. Like it's an all like it's a anyone can use that song. And I keep yes. thinking like, man, if that guy put a copyright in that song, he his oh, grandkids could retire. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, but anyway, uh, that is uh, that is I think everything we've got this week. We've covered assignments. We've covered BSAs. We talked about what we were watching. We talked about what we were eating. We talked about the whoopie pies. Um, yeah, and the Emmys are this weekend, so the Emmys super are this excited weekend. For that Emmys episode next week, can't wait. Yes, yes. So uh, it's all happening, and that's going to be a main episode. We're going to do a yeah. main main episode on the Emmys, and then the after show will continue to be the after show. So we won't talk about awards here, but we will yeah. talk about them. Can't well. Wait. Me neither. Uh, I'm going to put my coat on, and I'm going to go wait in the car. So I'll see you there. Sounds like a plan. Turn on that AC. Oh, it's blasting. It's blasting. (laughs) Um, All right, folks. We'll see you next week. See you. Bye.